this is not business as usual. Host Jason Croft is a video marketing strategist driven to grow your business. He grabs top CEOs, startup founders, even sales and marketing rock stars, throws them in a moving vehicle, and forces them to give you their most valuable tactics and business insights. So sit back, buckle up, and hang on for the Jason Croft Show. Akbar Sheikh, welcome to the show. Hey, man. How's it going? Good, good. <laughs> we'll do our take two here. Nice. <laughs> um, I heard this guy on Steve Larson's podcast. Found out he was, it was just, my mind was being blown away um, from all the, the fantastic knowledge from funnel building to mindset and all that. Um, and I heard him mention he's here in Dallas. So I was like, he's got to get in the Bismobile. We got to get going. Bismobile, is that the name of it? Okay. <laughs> Today is it. the name of it. By the way, where are we going? We're just driving. Oh, okay, okay. And depending on how well the interview goes is where we, where we end, end up, up or, or where you right. get dropped off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Okay. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Tell me, uh, uh, and tell these folks, I feel like, you know, I'm cheating a little bit because I, I, I know your story, know your know your background um, really well through there, but you've got an amazing sort of origin story <laughs> yeah, of getting into one. this, getting into this, this world of funnels and selling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I keep telling the story, and, and every time I tell it, it's like I kind of peel back another layer. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, I mean, gosh, where do I start? Really, I mean, to, <laughs> to give you a complete picture, I I grew up in Connecticut, right? Um, you know, regular family, nice family, support. You know, actually, not you know, nice family. I was being raised and bred to take over the family business, which was furniture stores. Actually, oh, yeah. So I, I knew nothing else growing up, right? It was all about like retail, retail, retail. Like you're gonna, son, you're gonna, like, son, I, like, it's like, dad, I wanna play baseball. Son, you gotta take over this store. You're like, dad, I wanna be a wrestler. You gotta take over this store. I wanna be an actor. You gotta take over this store. Yeah, it's like, and I got no problems. You know, I have no grudges, but I was, I was bred to, to take over the store. Yeah. I went to college, got a degree in entrepreneurship at the Quinnipiac University. I mean, and on a daily basis, how did that, that translate? Were you working in the store even as a kid? Or? Yeah, I've been working since I was, I mean, my dad's been taking me to the store on the weekend since I was, since I can remember, really. I mean, you hear those stories, I've been working since I was three. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I have, I, I, I really have been. I mean, I've been working since I can remember, at least on the weekends. Um, you know, I remember my guy Christmas, we used to have like general merchandise stores, Christmas, man, we'd be outside. Yeah, put up a cash register outside selling gift wrapping paper, selling gifts. Christmas Eve was so busy, man. We would do like, man, we'd do like twenty, thirty thousand dollars in one day, wow. you know, a little store. Just like, yeah, pushing gift wrapping paper, <laughs> pushing like little toys. And I loved nice. it. I love the hustle bustle. You know what I mean? Like I I I, I love that day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was wanted to be, I always wanted to be a waiter for like a week or something, just because I love like the hustle bustle. I never got the opportunity. <laughs> I think I will though one day. I think I will be like a waiter for a couple of days. But um, so you did go off to college though. Like he, he, your, your dad still, still saw saw value in that. He wanted, yeah, yeah. He wanted me to get my master's, um, oh. which I should have. I wanted. It's funny actually. I would have gotten my master's and law degree, but I didn't because I got a taste of making good money <laughs> uh, while I was in college, which I never recommend people to make good money when they're in college because they'll leave. It's true, I talked to another guy, um, Nathan Walker, he's actually a client of mine. He's, he's done millions and millions of dollars. Actually, I forget, insane amount of millions of dollars. And he left college because he was making good money. But you say that like it's a negative thing. 
It is. It is a negative thing but, because making good money is nothing. I mean, you can do that anytime. But well, you should have your priority. You should, you, if you get a good education now, it will help you. I, I'm pro, like, I'm not one of these, like, you know, un, d- digital entrepreneurs, like, no, don't go to college. Like, I think, a co- I think getting an education yeah. is a good idea. Like, how do you get that education is a different story. Like, do it. If you want to be an entrepreneur, do I think you should go spend $80,000 in college getting a business degree? Absolutely not. Right. You know, and I think that's where I'm coming from because yeah. that, my, my negative feeling, I have a college degree, you know, I went through and I'm glad I did and all, you know, right, all that. So I'm certainly a hypocrite in some of this, but there's so, just the system is so broken. The system yeah, yeah, is so yeah. I agree horrendous yeah. that I, you know, for me, it's like, oh, you find that thing, yeah. just go for it. No, if you want to become a lawyer or a doctor or any of this stuff, you got to go to school. You have no please, choice. Please do. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Unless you go to Mexico, then you do whatever you want to do. But if you're going to be in business, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I'd rather much spend that money on courses, masterminds, coaches, educa- right. that kind of education. If you say, yeah, if you take that same purposefulness and even more so because it's your own money or yeah. you know, and you treat it like, okay, I'm, I'm going to get results from this. I think I can give you a great value for yeah. sure. Yeah. But anyway, I'm taking you off track. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> you're back in college. You're, you're going. Yeah. Um, so you, you did go that path. I did go that path. I did get a bachelor's degree and I left. Um, I, in retrospect, I wish I wish I got my master's and my and my law degree. And even though I even though I probably wouldn't become a lawyer, still that, that's good because it you know you get, it teaches you how to think differently, logically, practically. It teaches you how to look at situations more analy- analytically. Sure. Um, but anyway, I have no. I by the way, I have no regrets at all in life because um, one mindset that um, that I've adopted that's been really helpful for me is understanding. And I'm a spiritual person because more so today than I, I was before because, and I'll get into the story, but I, I was, you know, I, I should have died, but God saved me. So I'm, really? I'm a pretty spiritual person. And I'll get into that story, but I believe that God loves us very much. And I believe that everything he does is for our betterment and is and it's the best thing that can happen to us because he loves us so much. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I feel that if you, if you say things like, oh, woulda, coulda, shoulda, oh man, <laughs> shoulda got my law degree, oh man, shoulda, should have done this, should have done that. Um, you're kind of disrespecting that. So because I believe that everything happens for a reason, there's no more room for regret. Right. So there's no would have, could have, should have, you know, which is phenomenal because so many people beat themselves up. Oh, they never get out. They never get out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I love this mindset that I have now. Yeah. It's really progressive and really liberating and, and it, it's easy for it's, it's easier gives you an easier path to grow did you did you spend time in that before did you spend time in that regret mindset before man i have uh, okay i have to think about that i mean i definitely had regret for sure you know um and, and it, you waste so much time just thinking about that stuff you waste so much time just you know i got a cousin i got, I got a family member right now he spends his, like half his life regretting things oh <laughs> oh if if, if, if this didn't happen, oh, if my mom didn't force me to do this, oh, if, if I didn't move here. It's like, well, dude, instead of thinking about all that, do <laughs> just like make a change and, and try to like, you know, better yourself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So mindset's huge, man. Mindset's huge. But anyway, where am I? I was in college. Anyway, I graduated. And as soon as I graduated, then I started going to the store full time. That was the first time I went to the store full time. Ah. 
That's the first time I was a retail full time. And by at that point, it was just like, okay, this is what I got to do. This is the I next never, step. I had no other choice. I never thought of anything else. I never even thought of anything else. You know, it's because you're so like ingrained in my mind. You're gonna do retail. You're gonna do retail. You're gonna do retail. <laughs> but um, anyway, as soon as I started doing it full time, I realized I hated it. <laughs> I realized I absolutely hated it. Oh. You know, and I was like, oh man, what do I do now? Like I never even thought of anything else. Like I don't even have any other skill sets. Like I'm a Everyone and their mother said I was a good salesman. I never really believed that I was, but I was like, I don't even know what skills I have. I'm like, apparently I can sell, you know, which I guess I am a good salesman, but, um, you know, I, I was so lost. I was yeah. so lost. I was so confused. And so what's, what's step one at that point? I mean, cause you've got two things going on. One is this is horrible. What can I possibly do else? But then second, you've got, I've got to tell my dad. Like <laughs> that was tough. The whole dad thing was tough, right? I mean, obviously, he was very disappointed. You know, I mean, he, and it was really tough. He had dreams. Um, you know, he had these dreams that we were going to take over the business and make it a big empire. Yeah. And he had dreams like that for years, and he wanted all of us to work together, me and my brothers and him, work together and build this empire. And that didn't happen. And that, and for the longest time, that really kind of broke my heart. You know what I mean? Because it's like he had these dreams for years. And uh, which is unfair, honestly, of anyone to have, of like, a, of like a parent to have. Because like. Because those are his dreams. Those are your dreams. And it's like, what if they're not mine? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it was unfair from the get go, to be honest with you. And honestly, it took years and years for like. What was it up until? Honestly, it wasn't up until recently where my parents were like finally like proud of me <laughs> wow. you know what I mean like, yeah. you see results and see oh okay you did something with your life you know what I mean because like, for a while I was a loser man for a while I was a pretty big loser so what was happening what what, what made you feel that way like what what was happening what happened when you so now you've, you've had this realization what did you go off and, and do um yeah no so like when i realized i hated retail man it was just it was just a nightmare and i was just like i don't know what to do so i started searching every day for stuff to do i ended up doing the stupidest things like selling cars i was like what you know um getting involved in like low-end real estate like the tra the traditional like trajectory the traditional journey of a salesman right <laughs> right but it was a dumb journey and i never should have gone down that meaning that like who gets a college degree and then goes and sells cars like what in the world like what I mean, I had my own dealership, but still, I was like, well, you know, but there's a right way and a wrong way to do things. And I actually hated selling cars. Ah, and that's what makes it yeah. wrong, like, yeah. like quote unquote wrong. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I hated it. Because it wasn't it. for you also, yeah. It's like everybody was crooked in that industry and I and I wasn't, and, it's just, and I was stuck in that for years, man. Because I, every day, imagine this, so I'm doing this, I'm selling cars, I just made my whole, I didn't even, my bank account was my back pocket. You know what I mean? I'd buy cars for 300 bucks. Huh? With auction fees, this, that, that, this is 500 bucks. And I'd sell for a thousand bucks. And I'd sell a couple a week. You know, some cars were junkers, some cars were clunkers, some cars, you know, just complete loss. Yeah. Yeah, I made enough money to get by, you know, just check the hand to hand sort of thing. And no bank account, just money in my back pocket sort of thing. Wasn't making anything. Um, and I hated that lifestyle. And every day, I'm searching for something to do, man. Searching for my something I can be passionate about. You know, I went down all sorts of roads, man. Trying to become an actor. Uh, I actually have a minor in acting from 
school. Oh, nice. Yeah, but I guess I never was super passionate about that either. In retrospect, I, I really wasn't. I just, I think I just like the idea of it. Yeah. So I never pursued it hard. Anyway, and honestly, for years, and this like sucks for people to hear, but you know, for years I was searching for something to do, man. And that journey took me to like a dark place, you know, where I ended up actually homeless in San Francisco, which is where I was born in the, in the suburbs of San Francisco. Because I was at that point, like me, my, my mindset, my head not being right made me, uh, it had a string of bad decisions. It caused this uh, ripple effect of poor decision-making on my part. Got into a terrible, toxic relationship. Uh, I, it was a terrible marriage. I got into a bunch of bad habits because I was just a party animal because that's what, if you have no purpose, you just start partying to, I guess if I'm gonna play psychiatrist, just to mask all sure. the emptiness or just try to fulfill all the emptiness. You know, um, so I had a bunch of bad habits. I was super overweight because I was partying all the time and I was the king of fast food. I didn't have money to eat healthy. Um, yeah, so I was at McDonald's all the time. Double cheeseburger, no pickles, extra cheese. You know I mean? <laughs> that was a dollar, man. I remember I was like scrounging around the car, man. I'd, be, I'd look at like different pockets trying to get like change, man, to go to the dollar menu to have a meal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, times were, times were definitely like that, you know? Um, I'm smiling in retrospect, but, um, <laughs> you know, life was off, man. And I ended up broken from all this, which led me to ending up in the emergency room at the hospital. Oh, wow. What was ironic about that is my dad always wanted me to go to Yale University. Uh, I never ended up at Yale University, but I ended up in their emergency room, <laughs> uh, which is kind of funny. <laughs> Did you call from there? Hey, good news, bad news, good dad. News, bad news. <laughs> I'm in Yale, but I'm in the emergency room. <laughs> Not as a doctor. Not as a, as a patient. I should have died. I didn't. I didn't die. Um, wow. But I didn't die. So accident, drugs, like what was it? Just partying too much. I was yeah. just broken and, and I was just partying too much. You know, yeah. we'll keep it PG, but I, gotcha. I was partying too much. Um, but then right then and there, man, I. Uh, that was a wake up call. That was the wake up call. And I'm fortunate and blessed to have had a wake up call because I dropped all my bad habits immediately. Cold turkey, as a matter of fact. Wow. Everything. Anything you could think of. I had it and I dropped it. Um, got out of my toxic relationship. Lost 50 pounds from just eating clean. Nice. And I'll talk more about that later. But it's funny because, like, it's easy, to, it's easy to lose weight. It's easy to make money. But the problem is people's minds are not right. So they're always looking for, like, even I got, I mean, I started drinking the Kool-Aid almost. Because, like, I, I'm going to Sydney in a couple of weeks and I just want to lose a couple more pounds. You know, so I'm like, I was about to, I was about to do research on, like, the best ways to lose weight. I'm like, wait a minute, dude. You know what to do. <laughs> you lost 50 pounds. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you know exactly what to do. But that shiny object, everyone's always looking for the newest, greatest, Absolutely. best. You as quick as fast as that. Did I give me that magic pill? There is no magic pill. Yeah. And even when you know that, and you yeah. know better, yeah. it's, you can still fall victim to it. Yeah. No, it's true. So, um, anyway, so I lost a bunch of weight. Now I'm, in, I'm recovering, mm. you know. While, while I'm recovering, I'm homeless. I, I ended up, okay, no, actually, excuse me. Now I, my journey needs, I still don't have my why. So now I've lost weight. I've dropped my bad habits. I, don't, I still don't have my why. So I believe everyone's made of different orbs, right? So physically, I'm better. Mentally, I'm better. 
um, spiritually I'm better. My relationship's better. Everything's better. But my big why is not there. And what were you doing financially right now? Like, what were you doing at this point? I think some, I don't know, some nonsense cars or some, 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 yep. some, some nonsense. I, I mean, I really don't remember. Uh, I think, I think, let me think. Yeah, well, it must have been cars or something like that. It, it was cars, or I think I even ended up back in the store for a little bit because I, I just so, so sick of selling cars. I yep. think I ended up, which I hated that job too. I mean, be, being at the store. I was put, I was at a store, we had like a side store. Just a total waste of time. But anyway, um, actually, I shouldn't say that. It wasn't a waste of time. Everything happens for a reason. Um, and, I, and I really believe that. But anyway, so now I'm trying to find my big why. That journey, part of that journey, I ended up homeless in San Francisco. No, I ended up living in an electrical room, in a, an electrical <laughs> janitor's closet in the back of an office building. No windows, no hot water, no AC, no heater. Uh, no showers for God's sake you know so we lived like that for a little bit you know good times um, that's where I discovered my why which was every day I was looking on Craigslist okay. I was looking for my why I'm just like I don't know why I'm looking on Craigslist I'm just looking on Craigslist is there a why section yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey that's a really cool idea I think we just bumped into something really cool yeah. here in the Bizmobile um, I bumped into some funnel bro just some funnel. I don't remember. I, it was. I do remember who it was, but just some funnel from one of these big marketers, you know. Mm-hmm. And just like, like I see this. Like I was. I felt like I was wearing three D glasses. <laughs> I was like, I see this, man. This is so. It's like I was so excited. I'm like I know why that button's red. I know why that lady's smiling. I know why there's this big verbiage here. I know why the. I I just know why they're doing all these things. I'm like, this is freaking brilliant. Nice. I got the psychology of it. I just, like, I felt like Neo from The Matrix. Like, I don't know, I just got it. And um, right then and there, I'm like, dude, I need to be a part of this. You know awesome. what I mean? And that's really how it all happened. And so what what came out of that? What was that why that came out of it? Like, you have to create this for... So the first thing is, like, I needed to get passion. I need to find... Well, before the why, I needed to get passionate about something. So I was, like, passionate about this. Gotcha, yeah. Then it became like, okay, now this is going to help me get out of being homeless. Right. You know, this is going to help me, like, get my life back on track. I can get married. You know, we can do all these things. And I think, but I think that's, a, that's an important aspect to when people talk about passion and why. It, something not to gloss over is, is part of what you get excited about is the earning potential of, of behind it. And it doesn't have to be. It shouldn't be all that's there, but I think that's an important piece of it. You it, know, you know it's, it's, it's very interesting you say that because, you know, now, thank God, I'm doing well. Like, I don't even, you know, I could take the next few years off if I wanted to. Nice. But I don't, you know, I, as a matter of fact, I'm working harder than most people out there. Why? Why am I doing that? Why? <laughs> why am I doing It's because I have a why. Yeah. And that why, I'm trying to solve particular part of world hunger I'm trying to make it so I, I'm not an opt I'm not some hippie who thinks oh no one's ever going to be hungry again that's great you know truth is there's plenty of hungry people right here in America right, right. Here in our backyard I'm not trying to solve that problem I'm trying to solve the problem where no one dies from starvation because I think that's absurd I go to restaurants regularly just the amount of food they throw away can oh, probably right. solve world hunger right. in that aspect 
So that's what I'm trying to solve. That's my why. I also try, try to take care of orphans a lot. Um, so I want to open my own, you know, we want to open our own charity. You know, right now we currently care for a lot of orphans. We're trying to solve world hunger. We're trying to build this billion dollar brand to do these things. You talked about the money. When I didn't have it, yes, it was a lot more appealing. But now that I have it, bro, I got to tell you something. It's like, you know, how many diamond earrings do you want me to buy my horse? Do you know what I mean? And I say that as a joke. I don't have a horse. But it's like, you know, how many Gucci's do you want me to wear? Sure. If you ask everybody who's made it, they all tell you the same thing. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I went on a bunch of vacations. Yeah, I bought a bunch of this and I bought a bunch of that and I got a cool car and this and that. But I got to tell you, they get real empty real quick. Yeah. And then they go back to work. And they go back to work. And they all <laughs> go back to work. Because the thing is, money's cool and everything, but once you have it, then what? You know, and that, and that period is very short. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, but I think there's, and, and, and it's absolutely true, but I think it is one of those things that you have to, and, and you sh- and you should. I think that's the evolution though, right? I think it's, it's the evolution to like, okay, get your world, your needs taken care of. Yeah. Get a little icing on that cake. Yeah, have some fun. Yeah, you should. And then go back to work. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But without. I agree with you discounting you know because the people who don't have it it's like oh yeah that's all that's all great and fine i'm trying to eat tomorrow right you know and and so it's not to to discount that feeling and those no. those folks by any means no but to your point it's 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 to not make it the the end goal that's exactly my point now every and i've and I've, I've interviewed every entrepreneur at every level all of them, I've interviewed them and I asked them, how much money do you want to make? And this is more, more for the, and the newbies all say this, right? I asked a lot of the newbies, or, or newbies are people making a little bit of money online. I said, man, how much money are you looking to make? They all say the same thing. Matter of fact, I'm typing it before they even answer me. <laughs> Can you guess what it is? A million dollars. Yeah. A million, magical a million, number. A million. <laughs> some, just the fact alone that everyone has the same answer, there's something wrong with that answer. <laughs> right. Okay. The problem is, you people really need to understand that a million dollars is cool, but the problem is it really shouldn't be your end goal. No. Because you got to watch this documentary called "The Curse of the Lottery." People who never had any money will all of a sudden get a bunch of money. Every single one of them loses all of them. Yeah. Every single one of them. Yeah. It's 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 not a phenomenon. It's, it makes perfect logical sense. The thing is, you need to think about your why. And more than likely, your why is going to cost a lot more than a million dollars. So you need to clearly define your why and then reverse engineer. Okay, my why is, look, I want to open, for example, I want to open a small community center. I want to open a small orphanage. I want to save 10,000 pets. Okay, what's that going to cost? Reverse engineer. Factor in what it's going to cost you. You're going to need staff for this. You're gonna need, uh, you know, full-time support. Yep. You're gonna have, you're gonna need a lot of your man hours. You know, instead of just magically pulling out a number from the from the sky, like have real goals and reverse put it on paper, get numbers, reverse engineer it. No one should be saying a million dollars. You can tell me a million two hundred twenty-five thousand and sixty-seven cents. That's yeah. cool, but give me a number, but have it make it sure it has some meaning behind it. Yeah, because this big illusion of a million is so great. It's not a big deal. It's not gonna last you forever. Right. You know, if I mean, if you have, my thing is this, bro. Everyone's got the same amount of hours in a day, right? You and me have got the same amount of hours as Elon Musk, 
Yeah. You know, Steve Jobs as uh, as all as all these guys. As I don't Russell think that's entirely true when it comes to Elon Musk. I think he's figured out time travel and he's he's it's doing possible. something. Right, it's right. possible. <laughs> you know, but everybody we look everybody up else to, yeah, Russell Brunson, Frank Kerr, like all these guys, yeah. they all got the same amount of hours as we do. What do you want to do? You want to do something? You want to you want to do a million? Or do you want to do something like? Do you want to leave a legacy? Yeah. Or do you want to leave something behind? Or do you want to do something awesome? It's up to you. A teacher's own. Like more, you know, whatever, whatever floats. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, so how are you helping folks find this now? And then, and then, because it seems like that's that's such a key part of your coaching as you go through and you help people build these these now. I know we're jumping ahead of the story a little bit, but but working with people now, building seven-figure funnels and, and doing all of that, that's such a, a, a this mindset is such a key component of that yeah. that you impart. How are you getting that across? Is it just like shaking them enough? And <laughs> people, I mean, people either come to me with an established business, but they just need to break through. So then we rebuild them a funnel, we'll rebrand the branding. We'll rebuild their narrative. We'll get them some good connections. We'll open up the Rolodex. Do people know what a Rolodex is, by the way? It's like, I don't think millennials know what that is. Maybe not. I don't believe I'm explaining this, but like a Rolodex is like, it's literally like a little contraption that has like business cards on it. It's like, oh, what do I need? They can look it up. Yeah, they all can, can look, look it up. up. <laughs> but, uh, you know, look it up anyway. It's interesting. Um, what was I saying now? Yeah. So then, okay. So then we help an existing business break through. But then if a newbie comes, they'll come to me with an existing idea. Number one is I'll either validate or say, that's no good. How about this instead? And it'll be like a better version of their idea, or at least what I think is a better version. Yeah. Then we'll actually I'll help them build it out, create the messaging around it, create the story around it, create the narrative, create the funnel, create the copy, create the essence of it, you know, and then we'll, we'll build it out. We'll build out the funnel. We'll build out the uh, uh, the emails. We'll build out everything. You know what I mean? Awesome. So that's really what we do. Awesome. And, and so take us back a little bit, just in, in filling that gap. You found that that why you found that that magical epiphany of like this is what it's all about. This is basically that first funnel, if you will. Yeah. Put all those pieces together. What did you go and and do then to get you to where you are now? Like, did you jump in and just start creating your own, like soaking in more? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, you gotta. The thing is, like, you got to learn from like one or two people, and stick to that. Yeah. You know what I mean. And, but the key is, you got to implement what you learn, and that's what I did, right? So we were helping people build funnels. We were implementing what we learned. And we were getting results. And I remember when I first got started, like, I'm very, like, anytime I'm trying to hire anybody for anything, one of the first things I always ask is, what results have you gotten? Like, right now I'm talking to a couple of SEO people, right? A couple of people have given me nothing. One guy's like, hey, we took this company from 30000 to 300000 We took this company from 500000 to three, you know, three to five million. You know, I like to work with results or results-based people. Like, show me what you've done. Yeah. And then a lot of people, when I say that, they're like, oh man, but I don't have any results yet. And I hate that. Because that's not a, I don't, I don't hate it. I dislike it. I don't hate anything. But it's not the right mindset. Do you have any idea how easy it is to get some results? Like right away, like a testimony or like some sort of like, social proof is huge. Like yeah. monkey see, monkey do, right? And it's like, I mean, we're all monkeys, right? And the thing is, 
people buy if they see other people have because they feel like it works. That's just right. how the brain works. Oh, this guy, like even my wife, we were on Amazon yesterday. She's like, just sort by reviews. Well, like we were looking for um, essential oil diffuser, right? To put eucalyptus in the air or whatever. And um, she's like, just sort by reviews. Whoever has the best, highest reviews. And when I go to Yelp, when I look at restaurants, I do the same thing. Yeah. I sort by best reviewed restaurants. You don't know any of those people. No, I don't even know. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, but they yeah. can all be fake for all I know. Yeah. Right. But it still makes us feel better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So go work with some people for free. Either give them a severe discount or work with them for free mm-hmm. and get some results in a couple of days. Like, there's no reason you can't have testimonies immediately. Yeah. And, if you, and if you suck so bad that you can't even work with someone at a big discount or for free or give them your product, or your service, and you can't get a positive result in a couple of days. That's a great litmus test, right? If you can't get a if you can't get a testimony, like seventy two hours from now, close your business down <laughs> and do something else. Yeah, I'm serious because you suck at it. Like honestly, you're just not any good at it, and that's okay because you're going to be good at something. Because right. God gave us all the talents. We're all very talented people. We just need to tap into it and use it. Yeah, yeah, you know, I love that. So you found that and that's what so you that's one of the core things that you dig in with people to then put that front and center, right? Yeah, man. I mean, we provide people with funnels, man, but like we walk them through the psychology of it because it's all psychology, right? It's all like why? Like, for example, why do why is it good to have a testimony that's financial related in your checkout page? Your checkout pages are about to whip out their card, but at this point, their hands are shaking a lot. They're very <laughs> nervous at this point. If you were to have a testimony say, hey, this course or product or whatever was easily worth three times what I paid for it, the dude stops shaking at that point. He's like, okay, he's put at ease a little bit. Right. Your job is to put him at ease a little bit. And then he's more happy to swipe his card. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's all, it's all a journey. You're putting someone through a journey and you have to, you're the, your funnel is an orchestra. You're the, you are the conductor. The funnel is the orchestra. And you have to put people down this path through these different emotional journeys. Um, and that's the only way that, and that's the only way a really, truly successful funnel works. Well, this is awesome. I mean, and I could, I could talk your yeah. story, talk funnels all day long <laughs> with, with folks. I, I love the, the, the value you've brought, um, I mean, with your book, with your master class that you have that, that, that you offer. What's the best way for, for folks to just kind of jump in and, and connect with you right now? Yeah, man. Uh, connect with me on Facebook. I got I mean, connect me on Facebook. Just look me up. I got a Facebook group, Two Comma Club. You know, um, check out my master class, which is on my website. My book, I'm telling people to do a million things. By the way, typically you want to give people one call to action. <laughs> I don't care to be honest, <laughs> but typically if you're like starting off or whatever, give them one call to action, it's yeah. better. But I don't know, do whatever you want. Go to, you can go to my Facebook, you can watch my masterclass, which is on my website, which is my name.com. You get, my book's $47 on Amazon, but y'all, you know, already scan it for free. You can just go to my name.com slash bestseller and nice. uh, you can get it for free right there. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I put a lot of con- content out there to try to help people grow and scale their businesses. But here's my thing. If you're going to follow me, you're going to benefit from me, which many people have, thank God. you got to pledge 10% of all new earnings to charity. Otherwise, yeah, otherwise, you know, please find someone else to get content from. Because we do it 
to try to make this world a better place because entrepreneurs are inherently good people who want to make more money, want to give back to their families, their communities, and their favorite charities. And that's my ripple effect on how we're trying to make the world a better place is by helping these entrepreneurs make more revenue so they can do good with it. So that's my humble request. We put out a lot of content. You will make money off of it. There's just no doubt about that. We've helped a lot of people make a lot of extra money. But my request is to give at least 10% away. Awesome. I love it. Pitbull said something interesting. I went to a concert. I'm not a Pitbull fan or anything, but he uh, I actually like what he had to say a lot. He said, um, he said, money doesn't buy happiness. This is, oh, wait a minute. Actually, yes, it does. But you just have to give it all away. <laughs> I like it. I like that. Yeah. I like that too. I like quotes. I used to think they were cheesy, but quotes are fun and they're profound. And I like them. I I, I look at quotes every day, actually. I like that. That that hits well. Thanks so much for jumping in. Yeah, man. Thanks. Sorry. Sorry to rush. I I, I didn't. uh, Sorry. We're we're all good. Somebody's got a a radio. (laughs) We'll we'll just drive around forever. Yeah, man. Cool. Really appreciate it. Had a lot of fun, man. Thanks so much. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Peace out, y'all. Listen to this guy. He seems like a cool guy. It's Saturday night. It was Saturday night and I'm feeling kind of silly. Winter coat on because the air was chilly. But I'm going to make my way out to the record spot. Got to find some new breaks for the beats to rock. I got to come with the flavor like some lifesavers on now and later. Dr. Beatmaker, if I'm a player, it's like you take deck. And if you miss the gig, then take a rain check. Stacks of wax piled high to the ceiling. Need a U-Haul truck if I would think about stealing. But it's not my steed, so I commence with the digging. No kidding. Something that'll keep the beats hitting what I'm getting. So much to choose from, bro.